Yep. That's right. The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. That's right. This is the greatest podcast of all time. It is the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. Uh, Mr. Catherwood is in New York City doing some sort of hosting, some sort of a something for the Fuse Network. And so, podcast. oh, what voice is that? Introduce yourself, gentlemen. I'm Anderson Cowan. <laughs> I'm Mike Corona. All right, so Corano and Anderson, K- I asked them to please come in here for many, many reasons. Uh, one is it's always a pleasure to talk to these guys, and and Catherwood's out of town, so I thought, what a good opportunity to introduce people to these two. If you don't know the after disaster. They'll give you a little taste of that today, number one. These two? I know. Exactly, oh, All right. Well, if you're going to be in this, too, fantastic. So Tyler White also, uh, Tyler Who Ruins Radio, See at Tyler Who Ruins Radio. Wake Dr. Drew up at 7 in the morning. Wakes me up at 7 in the morning with, with a, a nonsensical text about having a PPO in insurance. <laughs> you're talking about Tyler and, now. It was yeah. embarrassing for all of us. Yeah. And apparently there was a whole preamble to that where he was described how he broke his arm. And I didn't get that part. And I just I texted back, WTF. And I got back, yeah, <laughs> Y-A-A-A-A-A-A. And then that stood for about five minutes. Telling him to listen to Mark Maron's podcast? Exactly. No, I was like, what, I, like, I, like, drink. I like, how am I supposed to understand what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah, that's, that's your world, though. You wake up to like confusing shit like that. Probably what time do you get time, up? Right? It depends on the day. Some days late, like today oh, I got up like at 8.30, something like that. Some days 7. I've known you a long time, Drew. I would never, ever text you anytime before yeah, nine no, nine just because it, it presumptuous you know, it, yeah it's just a little bit uh some people turn their phones off <laughs> no i can't do in that my either. defense i was delirious in pain mm-hmm. so <laughs> any so the bottom line is if you want to hear more of these guys after today's or <laughs> maybe you want to hear less of them. you want to hear more the after disaster we've been is, doing it for four years now it's a good time we, we used to do it after love line and now we do it before or after wherever we can where do they get it mike carano is a uh He's a gem. He's an American uh, jewel. Well, hold on. We're going to get into that in a You're second. You're a sweet man. Hold on. So the After Disaster, <laughs> where do they get that? iTunes, where everything is in the world. All right. The, also, uh, the, the AfterDisaster.com. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on PodBay, okay. all those okay. places. Okay. Now, d- Anderson, You can find us at the Improv on the What's 22nd. What's PodBay? They're, they're going to have a stand-up. So they're, they're gonna, no, not stand it's up, a, live a, a live podcast. We're doing our second uh, live that, uh, Christmas but, show. But if I can do any, have anything to do with this, it will not happen. Okay. Because Mike and I are going to stand up. We're going to take all the audience away on the 20th and the 21st. We're going to do two nights. So yes, uh, the reason why we're in here, I guess, is to, uh, to no, kind of a, no. We'll get into we'll that. Get into that? Okay. We'll get into that. First, yeah. I want you guys. I want Anderson. You to describe how Mike Crono entered our life. Uh, I I met Mike uh, going on like fourteen years ago now. If it was uh, now, it would be on a skateboard. And explain. <laughs> yeah, we're explain who Mike now. is to we're we become skateboarders. Mike was uh, told. Uh, by, I was working on a student film. It was when I was in film school, and he was helping out as a producer uh, on a very good friend of mine's film. Uh, this is like like 12, 14 years ago. And he's like, this guy, my friend says, this guy named Mike Carano is helping out. I know him from the improv. He's the most unique, funny, crazy person you'll ever meet. You're going to love him. And Mike, you were sort of managing the improv then. Or you were no, like, no. You eventually I don't remember. I don't remember any. I, he doesn't remember any of this. Yeah. You so Mike rolls. The improv, oh, I did it yeah. in the eighties and yeah. or in the nineties. The stand-up clubs. Yeah. yeah. So right. I was the assistant director on this little shoot, which is the guy that yells a lot and tells people where to be. And uh, I'm sitting there, and Mike, uh, who's producer, active producer, was supposed to show up. He showed up late. I was talking to the girl that I was dating at the time when Mike came up and gave her a doll from his trunk, and he's like, "I just want you to have this." And I'm like, "This guy's fucking weird," and he's hitting on my girl. So my friend, did she have a bunch of stuff in her hair at the time? No, it wasn't that one. It was different. But my friend kept saying for years after that, he's like, "Well, Mike Carano's doing this, and Mike Carano's doing that." I think you guys really get along. I'm like, "Stop trying to set me up with that fucker." He (laughs) tried to hit on a girl. I don't like that guy. Fuck that guy. Right? right? Because that's who I am. I I, I default to know. 
years and years later, I finally said, you know what? I will watch one of these five minutes with Mike's that my friend kept saying, you have to watch them. They're great. I fell in love with Mike. My wife and I both, she wasn't my wife then, but we watched about 15 five minutes with Mike's back to back to so, back to so back. So it was like two hours of five minutes yeah, with Mike's. Yeah, it was amazing. She kept which, saying, another one. Which Let's watch another one. Which was your Thank favorite? You. Next the, one, another one, Daddy. Do it again. The bloom is falling off the rose with wife. Which, which, after which, after which, I married you guys, the uh, bloom fell off the that's rose? That's true. Mike has since married me. Mike or Judy, uh, presided over their marriage at the Madonna Inn, but that's a whole other story. Totally different. Uh, but, but did, uh, oh, God damn it. No, so we watched. We watched. Like what was your favorite of those first ones? The first one's still my favorite. Which? I think, cause that, Which that's, is that? That's one? the tour of where he used to live. With it's all still the, my favorite too. It really tells what Mike is. In do a you, do you you don't understand why we like that one? Where you show us your doll collection? Yeah, and this, yeah. And this, it wasn't a doll collection. Okay, Mike, my a, house a caricature, whatever those things are, and, and yeah. also the the. The bridge of the Starship Enterprise yeah. in yeah. your living room. It, you get a sense of who Mike is, which is very difficult to do, but you do get a fairly good sense yeah. in this seven-minute video. These five minutes with Mike's are like little docu- mini documentaries that Mike used to do. I feel like you and I killed that, Drew. I kind of blame we us. killed it? Why? When we introduced him to the microphones and uh, we started doing the After Disaster, uh, and he, he's kind of lost interest in the five minutes with Mike's. we keep Mike's. bugging him to do more. We love yeah. the five minutes with Thank Mike. Thank you. Yeah. Why the fuck don't you do more of those? So asshole, <laughs> I got Mike's number and called him up, and like we immediately launched into like an hour, hour and a half long you and conversation. Mike. Yeah, and uh, invited him down, and you guys fell in love. So I was showing you these five minutes with Mike oh, as and well. I, and I went before insane. before Love Line. I went like, out of my mind. You, every night you come yeah. in a little. I bit didn't earlier. know the show was going to be this. By the way, Tyler, hold, hold on. Well, relax. We'll get into the whole thing. So we have a lot of road to cover here, gentlemen. Mike Mike Carano comes in to visit the show, and Drew's almost like starstruck at this oh, point. He sees starstruck. Carano come through the door, and he's like he's nervous. Little did I know that Mike, <laughs> fast forward seven years, he's going to be like crawling into bed with me and my wife whenever he has an opportunity. <laughs> Practically <laughs> <laughs> jumping into bed with us, whatever the fuck that you've been trying. Uh, now he, every time I try a romantic dinner with my wife, Mike invites himself. Yeah, he, he has to be there. I felt the same way with you last night, two nights <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, he was he was with the wife and I a couple nights ago. Well, well you were, were getting very good at this. Yeah. Where's, did, did where's they, my awkward romantic did, uh, dinner? Did, did, uh, did You're next Anna, Hang on, Anderson. Did you pay? I paid for him. Yeah, did he offer to pay? No, he, he told oh, me how shocking. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. He wanted he to. Didn't, oh, he was so angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, he was angry that uh, no, I, I was actually doing that. owe him a dinner. He paid, he paid no, for you it. I let him pay tip. Yes, yes I do. That was an expensive dinner. He paid for it. You've treated me to dinner more than a few times. All right. Anyway, so now we have a love affair. So, yeah. And so. Uh, let's leapfrog all the way into the present, mm-hmm. uh, the, where you tried to ruin all of this, Drew. You tried right. to make all this this beautiful uh, house of cards that we've built here in the Loveline Studios crumble. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I've been accused of trying to destroy the after disaster. Yeah, you have. Well, let's set it up because we did a live show at the Improv, mm-hmm. right? In whatever month we did it, three four months ago. Yeah, which was a huge success, and it was great. In spite of time. Mike's. Anxiety. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. We sold out. You, Drew was a guest. Mm-hmm. Drew showed up. Drew's always, like I said, Drew's always supported the show. He's oh, always yes. been up. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And it was great. And then we I were forgot, talking I about doing another show. It's so, you know what's really interesting? I enjoyed the show so much, I forgot I was on stage with you guys. Which is you were. That's a giant compliment oh, for do, you guys. Do we make him come up? Yeah, yeah. yeah you made him come up. And yeah. I just remembered that I was, was, came up. But, but I enjoyed the show. So anyway. You got to tend one of our listeners who uh, decided to go down. I don't even remember that. Yeah. That I don't remember. Somebody passed down? Yeah. Yeah, good times. It was like the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like the Beatles. <laughs> All right, so... And Except now, they, probably in, they were probably more comfortable. All right, and so you did this successful thing three or four months ago, probably, probably six months ago. And then over the course... July 12th is what it was. Yeah. Of the next few months, you and I discussed doing something. Yes, because I'd love to do that. I think that'd be a very... 
just interesting thing, me and my crime. I, I would be terrified, but I think it would be fun. Now, are we going to podcast? Here's it? where I'm going to check out of this. Of this, uh, in my opinion, is going to stop right now. With the last I remember about this was me bringing it up to hold, hold Tyler on. and no, Anderson. No, hold on a second. Let's not, let's not worry about where this came from. Do you want to do a, a stand-up oh, thing with me at the improv? Yeah. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Do you want to podcast it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you think it'd be interesting? Yeah. Are we going to do some prep on it? We're going to have some audio I think we are going to do stuff? some prep. In fact, okay. I, I planned on doing prep for the December, for the, uh, okay. the last so we, one. We I was actually going to read up on Lincoln. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> and, Wait, so what were Drew's exact words? Idea. What were Drew's exact words okay, to now, you, Mike? Okay, it may not when, have, I'm going to tell Michael, you exactly what it was. Michael, we were having so, dinner. So we set December Michael. 6th. No. no. Here's where it all goes uh, awry. And I think it's because somebody in this room might be uh, a little scared to explain what's really happening. I don't know. Tell me. I feel like uh, there, there, there's a love triangle going on here. I feel like And you're left out? No. No, I'm not left my, out. My wife and I and Mike. Uh, I I brought it up to you guys. December 6th was our date. We were talking about Your date? date? Yes. We were Your talking date? about December 6th. Yes. I had no idea. Supposed to be the after disaster. I had no idea. Originally. And then we found out the tie ties out of town, so we can't do it. Right. Yeah. Th- third man down, we can't do it. But, but, but to be fair, heard, no, Mike is the one all connected at the improv. Exactly. Okay. So I, I just was waiting for a date. I, I didn't really care. Here's here's exactly what happened from my perspective, which is my truth, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is, is the truth. Tyler. I've held several dates. Yes, that we've just closed yes. and paused and for after and disaster or for us. For, I, I, just for I've just held. Disaster. I would like to point out that on the podcast we just did moments ago, Mike said that he turns his lies into his truths. Yeah. So yes. take like his, his, his truth. If he makes something up as an excuse okay. as yeah. to why he can't do something, he true. will actually go do that. So I held I December sixth, mm-hmm. very nervous, not knowing what it was going to be. In fact, I even mentioned more than once that if. None of us do it. I'm going to do something. You know what you're doing? You're like making a reservation at a nice restaurant, and you're not sure yes. which date you That's want. Right. That's right. That's exactly All right. Well, correct. this is the first time yes. I've heard of one of the dates. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought I was- uh... And then I said to you, uh-huh. do you want to do December 6th? And if you don't want to do it, I brought up to both of you guys on the show, is there going to be resentment? Because I feel tension that there's going to be a problem if I do it with Dr. Drew. And to be fair, and Mike, we discussed- we've been building up. There is a love triangle because we've been Mike and yeah. I have been, been dating and having dinners and stuff Which without Anderson. Well, well yeah. frankly, yeah. I've been nervous about this entire thing because what entire thing? Every time, every time our we relationship, dis- every time we discussed doing the show, oh. I felt like there was going to be a problem with the after disaster. Oh, if you and I do it, okay. Well, here's how it was posed to me, and I remember. Oh, and by the way, I remember he brought this up. He he was worried that Mike uh, Kavanaugh yeah. would have a problem too. Yeah, I can see that. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Drew, sometimes you are a little bit naive. Uh, maybe because a little bit. Uh, your self esteem is not high as nearly that's, as high as it should be. I think I know you well enough to know that that's part of the problem. So you don't realize that you could actually be hurting people's feelings. Uh, By doing yourself. what? I don't know. Like maybe Mike Catherwood would, would be a little bit like hurt. He would never admit that, but I could see how Catherwood would be like, "Hey, why aren't you and I on stage?" Well, we kind of discussed that with him, didn't we? Somehow he started. I didn't. Well, I must have then, because now suddenly I, he was part of the whole deal. I'm not going to be on the defense here. I want to do a show, but, with but you, there, but there, and I want to do now he's pointing at me. Yeah, and I like to do, and I think yeah. this this podcast. Uh, me and Mike ought to do at an improv, which is what I, what I plan to do after you and I And I've actually gotten cold called by your manager, Drew, and uh, discussed such logistics and whatnot uh, at length. Without them, him understanding the whole after-disaster piece of this. No, he didn't, that didn't even come up. It was just you and Mike, uh, this one, Corona, doing a pod as well as uh, Loveline and all sorts of other things. Doing stuff Doing stuff live, from, yeah, live, live, which we yeah. should do, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Corolla does that shit all the time. Absolutely. People like doing should do it. But- but what? I recall getting the phone call, and I don't want to beat this to death, and we'll move on to bigger and better things, and we'll have some interesting conversations perhaps about Lincoln and whatnot, but <laughs> I recall tuned. getting the phone call. I was at my old skate shop before I found my new one. You know, Lincoln was yeah. obsessed. Remember? He was obsessed one. about having syphilis, Lincoln was. He was yeah. a believer. We're not to syphilis. Lincoln yet. That's why he was, was that the Mercury? Yeah, that's why I got Mercury. So you remember I told you I'm at my skate shop, at a skate shop right yes. now? Because I'm a cool guy I, now? Our skate shop now. And you said, can you do December 6th? 
And I said, probably, yes. And then you said, well, if you can't, I know that Dr. Drew really wants to do it. Yes. And I immediately, that's when I'm like, that's true. Fuck! When He's like just that? standing, waiting the line for the after disaster to not be available and he'll just slip right in. If... If that's your interpretation that's, that's, of that's it, how I interpret it. If that's if that's how you feel that went down, it that's my fault because well, I was scared to bring it up because I was afraid that and let me it say, would cause tension. And, and let me let me be more of a dumb fuck huh. and say I don't understand why that pisses you off. Because I'm letting you guys do whatever and whatever crumbs are left behind, I'll happily take. The way that it was kind of presented to me was I'm like crumbs now. <laughs> no, no, date wise, date wise, <laughs> guy up front, date wise. I, I can't. I hope Tyler. this isn't incredibly dull for I, everybody. I cannot make anybody happy. But I'm about to get to the uh, the, the, the very uncomfortable part, and then we can hopefully put this all in the rear view. <laughs> Please get okay. to it. So Mike made it feel like you were there, like chomping at the bit. Like I hope the after disaster can't do it, because then I'll slip in there, and I, I'll, I'd love okay. you, because I know how you love Mike. You love like five people in this world: it's your family, <laughs> Mike Carano, and uh, who's the, the the Jason, the the skateboard guy, Jason Ellis. Ellis, yeah, those, and maybe Howard Stern. <laughs> those are your people. Those wow. are your people. Yeah, there's some women I like too. Uh, amongst the men, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So. I was. That's I was really funny. I'd never thought about that before. But it's actually true. <laughs> I gotta kill this guy, Jason Ellis. <laughs> I'm number one. But it's just like if you guys were to do a show instead of us. I mean, I just see that you know you are Doctor Drew. I you, you sometimes you forget that, but you are Doctor Drew, and I feel like you could do so many things. Why are you trying to take dates? And I know that, and I know that you don't see it that way, and I know that it wasn't really that way. But that's the way that I, I took it. Uh, that's fine. And then you, here's, here's the uncomfortable. You sir part. need to learn to speak up. Oh, I did. You did? I don't remember. Absolutely. It was Sorry. mainly on the after That disaster. caused me oh, okay. tension, too, because I figured it would be all of your fans coming out, and they'd be like, who the hell is that guy? You. And I'd have to overly comment. Mike is also- You're also over-optimistic about, quote, my fans. But go ahead. Right. So Mike says, well, you know, Drew's been after me to do something. And then here's where it gets uncomfortable. When I'm talking to Drew about it, and I did speak up. We talked about it in there. Drew says, yeah, Mike's been after me to do something. So which one of you guys? You guys are the couple that both say, I broke up with Tim. No. I, broke up fair, I think it's this, this way. Doesn't I think, I, this doesn't need no. to be defensive. However, it was your idea. No, yeah. And I've been after him to do something. Once. He's been after me to set a date. Ah, uh, okay. Right? When you right. say that's about accurate? All right. Yeah. Because I've been saying I really think it'd be interesting. I really want to do this. I want to do it. I'm and Mike was like, how about December 6th? We got to set a date. We got to set a date. Ooh. And legitimately so, because all this talk is all bullshit unless we set a Throwing date. that December and, 6th. <laughs> and, and, and I said December 6th, good, but I'm actually going to be out of town that day. Talk so about a day of infamy. That's actually you out of town with Tyler? You guys going to D.C. together? Are you just going to ruin my world right now? <laughs> Tyler, and I, out, Tyler and I are going out to dinner. But are we going to be in D.C. at the same time? <laughs> are you going to be in D.C.? No, I'll be in New York. Uh, uh, you want to come stay at my place? Yeah, I can do, take, take the train. <sighs> All right. Uh, I will say, in, in Mike's defense, he did bring it up on an after disaster. He mm-hmm. spoke to us about, I feel bad. I feel like you guys are going to feel like I'm ditching you. So he did come to us. Anybody listening to this... That doesn't know you three manly men are going to think you're very girly. Oh yes. yeah, I felt and, it, and, oh, yeah. and I oh, mean no. nothing against We're women like by kids. saying that. When it came yeah. up on the after disaster, I was like whiny little bitch, and yeah. I kept saying it at the time. Bitch. I'm yeah. like, I feel like a whiny bitch. Yeah. I know I'm coming off that way, yeah. and then I had huge regret after the show, and I actually texted Carano and I said, you know what, Drew can do whatever the fuck he wants because <laughs> with no, this is true though. Without Drew, there'd yeah. be no love line, there'd be no after disaster. There'd well, be very kind. Mike Carano wouldn't even have an excuse to come into my life. You guys have changed my life completely. So I hope in a good way. No, absolutely. This has been a tr- this has been an honor and Mike's a treat. That a changed I get to, man. I know you guys and I get to come in here and stuff. Since he started, I love around. you, man. Yeah, yeah. I do. So well, here's the deal. I have. Um, We're friends now. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to seem. Uh, Greedy is not even. No, the it's right not greedy. Word. You're just not, like I think you're. I, I'm an over workaholic. Right. And I'm always looking for stuff to do. Yeah. 
and and I don't want that to bulldoze. I don't want to be a bulldoze. I want to bulldoze anybody. And if I if you feel like getting bulldozed, just tell me. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. I have no problem. And and I'm happy to collaborate. I'm happy to. I hope all your after disaster people are listening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so then uh, we should we should because, clarify that because then we, it went further. We did. We we jokingly jokingly. 100%. Jokingly said, yeah, everyone send tweets to Dr. Drew right now when you hear this. Send tweets like, why, get, Drew, why are you trying to break up the after disaster? A lot of people got the spirit of it and sent funny ones. I have I have a, a feed where I monitor what people are sending. Yeah. And a lot you of people my, also- you monitor my Twitter? No. What's the matter with you? No. Tyler's big brother. I follow you, and so if people mention you, ah, I can see their okay. mentions. Yeah. Uh, some people took it a too far, and- I was like, "Oh, Drew has no idea what this is, and it's going to feel so bad." And to be fair, it's filling up; it fills up the feed every day. Well, that's yeah. good. It's better than like the epididymitis people, right? The uh, endometriosis. Endometriosis. Yes, it yeah. is better than yeah. them. So they that, are, I was thinking much, that they are much more. Wholesome and you want to know crowd. something that makes me feel good? That and we might and nothing against endometriosis, nothing. but the people that were attacking. I'm joking. I'm people joking. that were attacking. <laughs> people were, who listen to this show were not getting. We're not listening. They didn't care about the truth. So anyway, we got to take a quick break. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Thank you. Goodness, football season is finally here. And no matter what you're into, we've got you covered. We've got the self-titled Ross Tucker Football Podcast. If you want to know what's going on in the NFL, we've got the Fantasy Feast. If you want to make sure you are best prepared for your fantasy team this year. Or how about the Even Money Podcast for those of you that like to wager on the games. Available now. Available now. At podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com. All right, you're back to Mike and Dr. Drew Show. Without Mike, uh, we got a different Mike. Mike Cronin's in here. Anderson Cowan is in here. Tyler, who ruins radios at, at the helm. And we were talking about the after disaster, the great show that follows Loveliners. Used to follow Loveline. Now is it its its own entity in its own right, and it's taking over the the improvs of the world. It's taking over your Twitter too. And and and, you, and which improv do you want to do? Well, I, you we're and doing me. You and I, oh, I think we should do Hollywood. Isn't the one I think first? If we right? could really sell some tickets, I'd say Irvine because that's the nice. Anderson, we can show ourselves out. Eddie Ifs was here that night saying that's like twelve hundred seats. No, or no, something it's like five fifty. Jesus, like that. that's a lot. All right, yeah, though I want to do small. Do Hollywood's one. Hollywood's perfect size. Tyler, you and I should yeah. bring back the TNA show, maybe. Yeah, I think so. The TNA show. The what? Oh, Tyler and Anderson. The Tyler and Anderson. The TNA show. <laughs> and then uh, M and D will just be. Uh, Frankly, we're scared to death about this show because we were terrified the first Who's time. We? At least what are you I doing? Was. Are you speaking from? Me we are, we are, we were scared that you we, have were, a we were not going to sell base. tickets for the first. They show. They buy coffins from you, guys. and we sold out. Handmade. Now we're doing you guys a second make show. Coffins and sock puppets and things like that, and they buy them from you. Yeah, stockings. 
Yeah. yeah. To, to clarify for the listeners that don't know us, they were small coffins, not yeah, <laughs> yeah, making adult size. size. It, Halloween came and gone. I didn't see another. Uh, yeah, we didn't do it this year. Yeah. We just did, there's too much going on. We got to yeah. get some stockings in here. We got to. It's Christmas. We're dressing up as Santa, all three of yeah. us for the event. for the live show. Yeah. We're gonna let people take their pictures on our you lives. Like it? You can be an elf. I don't like. You want to be an elf? No. I don't know why I don't like it. Why be Mrs. Claus? No, no. Feels too much. Just be Santa. Santa pictures. Too much. That's a Christmas show, though. It's a Christmas. No, I understand. Somebody is skate in. I like that. That's Santa's. That's He's going to be wearing shorts, mm. Santa shorts. Yeah, then let him be the Santa. The Ooh, that would be nice if we all presented three different looks. Yeah. Santa, three, Santa couture. I want to do like uh, like a onesie, red, all red onesie. All yeah, right. we could no, do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you, come, you come in as like uh, Cindy Lou Who. I don't know what the you, fuck that is. You, if, entirely. You know what I'm talking Twice? about? Of course. I'm yeah. an educated yeah, man. Yeah, right. Cindy Lou Who is part of education? Dr. Seuss, the Grinch. It's the Grinch Cindy Lou Who wears a one-piece thing with a little flap in the back. for her ass. Yeah. And you come in like Lucindy Lou Who. That right. would be funny. I was thinking maybe we could do like all of us dressed like Tyler really like, uh, as the Grinch's dog. Mm-hmm. With, on the, all with the big reindeer thing over your head? <laughs> the one branch over your head? Well, then what is Reggie? That dog might be the most oh, tragic Reggie. figure in all oh, of cartoon slow history. Slow down. Slow down. No, we, we, don't let, know. we can't we, have Reggie be I part want of Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. There's a possibility Reggie will be a part of this one? Reggie's a security guard over here at Love Line. Do you have his rap, Tyler? You can get hands on that. Our listeners all know Reggie really well, but I think Mike and Drew's show no, might not know Reggie. Do. Reggie's was our security guard for a long time, and he came in here when 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 when, uh, Gar- Stryker, when Stryker, Stryker used to be on, yeah. yeah. And he rapped for us, and uh, here it goes. Crack is bad. It's mean. It's a killing machine. It's the toughest drug you've ever seen. Crack hits you hard with a deadly punch. The next thing you know, you're a hood of the job. It'll make you I'm telling you, if, you get, if he gets on stage and raps, first of all, he'll never get over it. You can buy it on the and street, it will be a massive hit. We've had him on our show several times, and Anderson has taken pleasure in making him as uncomfortable as humanly possible to it's the point fun. where it's... Uh, you really, if he's really upsetting, I, I, I feel like a bully sometimes. But, I do, yeah. but understand, you put him showing he, him he dicks will, is fun though. He will lo- showing him dicks on the computer is really fun. He will love being on. I think he likes your it. show. And no, and we can't. Audience, we can't. Why not? Reggie's too, proven too time buses. and time again that there's he he uh, he's not grateful for things. He just takes it and goes, "All right, what's next?" That's fine. What do you care? It's it's not the, audience, the, the logistics of him having to get to Orange County is plus Orange County. Where are you guys doing it? Brea. Oh, you're doing the Brea. Oh, you have to drive him. If Reggie you learns, learn driving. I can't do that. How to work a computer? I can't even drive my own family places. There's no way I'm driving Reggie. How to listen to our show? We're all in trouble. Oh yeah, we're in big trouble. If you if ever Reggie ever hears the show? Yeah, we got problems. We really? Don't. Yeah. Oh. Like our security. Well, then why doesn't he come? With our you protection and, is going to drop. Then maybe he should come <laughs> immeasurably. It's so great already. Why doesn't he come with you and me? Oh, hey. I don't. I don't, I don't want think... to know what iTunes is, though. I don't want yeah. you guys any clues as to what iTunes. Do you remember is. what happened with him on Strikers? Yeah, I know. Him? It's just the same deal. No. You know, he gets a little. We were playing the worst a song. thing that could ever happen for me in my life would be my mom getting the internet and starting to seek things out. Oh, well, you tell tell Mike's story is for those again. You're assuming you're on the after disaster right now. People don't know your story. Mike uh, spent a little time in a cult. It's true. Yeah, at his and, at and the I hands of his mom. Young. At the hands of his mom. Cult a cult. Couldn't even be a cool cult. It has to be in Lake Arrowhead or wherever the Lake fuck. El- Elsinore. Lake Elsinore. Oh. Arrowhead would have been nice. Elsinore. What was the name of the cult? Bible Speaks. Bible Speaks. Yeah. Yeah. Too yeah. bad no one is listening. I also wrote a little short uh, about Mike being a cult leader, which uh, will get done probably in the next three, four months. We shot it. Mike was a cult leader. That was, it was fun. Great. It was fantastic. It was fun. Mike, not a bad actor. Okay. Took him about a day. I'm a terrible actor. Took him <laughs> about a day, but then he got the hang of it. Yeah. Well, he make, what you're saying is he makes a good cult leader. Two-day shoot. He, he not, was into it. It's not a stretch for him is what you're saying. Well, no. The reason why we wrote it was because uh, he was talking on the After Disaster about how he actually wants a cult. And he was about 70% serious. I do. Yeah, no, He's I still do. there. Describe to me what you mean. Well, 
I think it would be nice to live in a cool house in Beverly Hills and have a bunch of girls sitting around growing vegetables, paying the rent. But could you be a cult leader without having sex with any of those girls? Could you handle that? Or eventually it would just cross over? Well, that's that's part of it. Also, couldn't okay. you just see, have that life to, without see, being a cult leader? Part of it. But that's where it gets... That's <laughs> Vegetables where, without cult. That's exists. where it gets gross, you see. If people want to spend their time living around you, that's fine. But if you exploit the position, then that's fucked up. Well, how do you let them know you love them? Oh, for Christ's sake. Well, then well, I'm not going to do it. I was just thinking about it. I'm, I'm like one pumping my head in the shower yeah, away from doing it. That's, that's right. He's, yeah. He's, I'm not going to do it except I might. Ten years from now. If I, if I snap. <laughs> if I were to snap. Like yeah. in if I were to do it, I would do it. <laughs> that's what he's saying. He really embodied the role and he was really enjoying himself as fake cult leader on set. Mm-hmm. You know what bothered me though about that shoot? You know mm. what? This must be the narcissism coming out is because I didn't really care what I looked like the entire time except for that one of the last scenes when I was in the sun. Uh-huh. And a random stranger came up to me and said, you're very, very sweaty and to wipe off the sweat. And I was like, oh, we've been shooting for like an hour. Yeah. And I was like, no what happens. could have said this beforehand. Very low budget films. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you graze in a cult. You want to be in a cult. You want to head a cult. I don't I, want to. You, went, I'm you saying, went down a notch I'm in saying, my scheme, just so you know. I'm saying I'm riding my skateboard outside. I hit my head in the curb. All of a sudden, now I've lost that last little bit of inhibition, that last little morale, <laughs> touch of morality. I could never do it. Did you? I could did really you? Did I see? Did I see a Vine or a, an Instagram or something with you? Just like with one foot on the skateboard, filming it going around in a circle, probably making it look yeah. like you were he's riding fast good. on a skateboard. Yeah, he's pretty no. good. Mike okay. and I both share the same thing. Where if we could be the people we'd want to be, the love of your wife, we'd be horrible. We'd be horrible What'd people. I think. Nothing. He's always talking about how he loves the wife. Fine. Uh, we'd be, we'd be terrible people if, if we if Thanks, we could Mike. be <laughs> bringing you back into it. Like he wishes he could be the kind of guy that could have a cult and not have that inhibition. Yeah, yeah, that makes us terrible people, right? It no, makes you no. The, I would want neighbor, to be a neighbor of terrible. I can't. You're do in it. the neighborhood with terrible. <laughs> no, there's a goodness inside no, of me that no, would never allow I, me to I do it. But, but, I, but you hate I, that goodness. I want to crush the goodness. The fact that you want to. No, See, it makes me, the thought no, of it makes me want to vomit. No, wretch. That doesn't make you want to vomit. People You're that jealous. Do that. You're no. jealous. No. So, Drew, you want to do a live show with me? This is. Oh, we're going there. This is my entire life is wishing I had a little bit less inhibition and I could just let go a little bit more and do whatever I wanted to because there's been. Many opportunities in my life where okay. I could have had sex with somebody that I was very attracted to, but I didn't because I felt like I was taking advantage or I felt like well, I had an were. unfair edge. You probably did. But, Mike, Bill you can Cosby do what you I want without starting chicks. a cult. <laughs> what you, did you ever work with Bill Cosby? No, but I had heard stuff about him forever, and it wasn't rape, but it was yeah, this I, kind of st- a lot of comics have told me, oh, every time I'm around Cosby in Vegas, he's got prostitutes everywhere. And I, that's what well, I had heard. This is sort of, alleged. Okay, but that's this but not, it doesn't count, right? No, that's not rape. I know, but I had heard stuff. And you know what? Truthfully... No one's defending him, so that's kind of. I would hope if somebody accused me of rape, well, there was my friends of, would go, "No, no, I, I wouldn't I, do the, that." I think the rape part is not the part that smells like it happened. It, the part that smells right is the I'm going to bring a girl in, I'm going to groom her, I'm going to tell her yeah. to make her a star. Because yeah. a lot of guys that age, you and I have heard some stories. Mm-hmm. Anderson, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at Anderson of guys doing that kind of thing. That's guys a mini that cult. Are, guys that are now seventy, seventy five, eighty. They used to do that kind of shit. It is reprehensible. Yeah, and most of these girls are claiming they were drugged, which yeah, who knows? And they may have just drunk. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It's too yeah. too long to know what the hell the truth is on this. So I, I, I that's neither here nor there. But the whole vibe of it is reprehensible. You know what I don't like about it? First of all, I don't like rapists. Let me clarify really? that before I say so what that, I'm, so before I say what I'm about so to so say. So that's one sure? of the things you don't wish you could be. No, I I, I want to clarify that before I say what really bothers me about it. Which what really bothers me about it is this is going to be. Now, I didn't give a shit about Joe Paterno, but I didn't like seeing a man who built up this huge Empire. reputation yeah. just get demolished in a yeah. matter of weeks or months. And that's what's happening to Cosby now. And if it's not true, 
this isn't fair that somebody can have this amazing track record of a career, this outstanding achievement, and then all of a sudden it's over. Because he can, as of now, I can't see him ever performing again. Well, this is the way social media is, guys. And, yeah. they, and they're not happy unless something like that happens. That It's scary. But, and, and that's where he re- this really went out of control is where he tried to spin it on social media and it ended up becoming a meme. of a bull- but It wasn't even oh. him spinning it. It was Hannibal oh. Barrest just mentioning it, and that took no, off. No, no, no. Then, then he, one of his minions, clearly, somebody about his age, yeah. responded on, on the internet, and that was the end Well, of the it. NPR interview today or yesterday is the one that's going to bury him. Where he didn't, they didn't respond. Is there yeah. any outlet or any form of entertainment or, or, or public media that actually outs the mob mentality that is human nature it's not human nature it's it's a sign of the times no it, mob mentality has been a thing of human mobs, nature for yeah, a long it, time, it right? is in us but it becomes this type a, of it becomes a phenomenon in certain periods of history is there anyone out there yelling and saying hey fuckers stop being so mob mentality everyone's uh, just every, piling on every night here I yeah. think I think this is terrifying, and if you think about it, it follows suit with companies as well. Because if you look at a Google, that, that's a that's a monstrous multi billion dollar company which could be gone in five years because because the, the, of the way the internet just regenerates. Well, look at look at MySpace. You heard How it here huge first, it was, folks, and yeah. then Facebook came along, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Boom. this company that's worth a billion yeah. is just gone. Yeah, there's instability. Yeah. Instability. No, there's yeah, always going to be instability in the world. You're just speeding up the business cycle. Really, yeah. right down to it. Going faster. Yeah, but faster. I don't like digital. That. I don't like that. Well, it's scary. I mean. If it Speaking was an scary, internet company, talk, General Motors could be out let's of business. Let's talk about Abraham Lincoln. Oh, okay. Christ. I know nothing about Oh, yeah, so I, I thought you were studying Real quick, got to go, got to go. I was going to, and we were going to keep that date. Oh, so we, we got to study end. up and try but to surprise wait, what you. Wait, what was the exact quote? we got five, seven minutes here. We're early. What was the exact quote? I don't know if there's a quote, but we were, we were having dinner, and I said- You and I? Yeah, I said, I feel stressed because I don't know what we're going to do and what we're going to talk about. Aside from the after-disaster stress and the possible- The conflict with Mike Catherwood. Mike, as far as I go and as far as Tyler goes, as far as the after-disaster go, just come to us and be honest. It doesn't matter. Don't we're good. I, I did that. I did it on the show. Okay, and I became enraged. You okay. were yeah. clearly not enraged. <laughs> but I said to Doctor Drew, I said I don't, I don't want to talk about sex or drugs. I want to find something. You're like, what new are we going to talk, talk about? about. Right. And you said we can talk about Lincoln, <laughs> geology, geology, <laughs> or geography, one or the other. You definitely said it because I was like, mm, two things I know almost nothing about. I don't think about geology either. Maybe you said geography. <laughs> I know less about that. <laughs> it was something with a G, for sure. Oh, Gallbladders. Mike said anthropology. Maybe he said that he said to you, "I don't know what we'll talk about," and you're like, "Oh, there's plenty. Lincoln, yeah, this <laughs> geography. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, poli sci. I'm into brain culture and uh, uh-huh. and mind. Oh anthropology. shit. What? I was seeing all that. Must I've, have been what it was. I misheard. Very little info on it because it was just kind of shown to me in a flash. But there's a like three or four different examples of things taking over like insects and making them do what they want. Oh like, yeah, parasitic. Like, oh, there's like this one, yeah, common. There's one little um, like grub, and it tells yeah, it, yeah. It, it attaches itself to the back of the spider's neck, and yeah, then yeah. it makes it build this web. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes a little cocoon for the thing, and then it guards the little thing. I don't yeah. think that's new though. No, that's stuff. Well, they're, for a long time. they're starting to study it and learn. The, there's that other one that makes it. the uh, host drown itself. So what's the point? Mike, there's all kinds of interesting things in nature. That's interesting. You guys should talk about that shit because that's good. Better than geography in Lincoln. I can tell you I was a bio. I said biology because I'm a biologist. But I I, I, I appreciate biology. biology. Yeah, Yeah. because that's my training. People don't understand that. Then my apprehension grew after that because I was like, I'm too dumb to do this. No, because I'm too boring. And that's that's what you're going to save me from being too boring. And so you're going to find a way to make the shit that I find interesting entertaining. Let's do it. It's a possibility. Yeah. January, yeah? Looking <laughs> at you now, Mike. Is that okay? No, no, right, it's let's fine. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's settle some things right now. How are we going to do it? Mike, Jan- uh, Anderson, January okay? 
Uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. Uh, hey, really? You guys, in the do year? you understand why? <laughs> hey, there's a New Year's date available. He was no, talk us soon. into that. Too soon. Huh? Too soon. But do you understand where like where I was coming from? And like you don't yeah. you don't realize like your your value. I think sometimes in the sense that like hey, Thanks. if I pop in with Corano, I might draw a bunch away from this or that. You know what I mean? Didn't occur to me. Yeah, I know because because you, you don't yeah. have. But 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 bring it to my attention, and I'll feel like an idiot, and then I'll and I'll be fine. I'll be alright. But I know your I know your love of Mike, and uh, right, so let's it's do it in such a way that doesn't detract from the disaster. And I say we should do it separate from Mike and Loveline too, just because it needs to be its own entity. Okay, it's I'm either gonna, it's either going to work. You or guys not. have to wear black hoods and use voice uh, modif- I'm modifiers. I'm as as Grinch's dog. <laughs> And it's either gonna, it's either gonna, it's, gonna, it's either gonna rise or sink under its its own yeah. power. It's either gonna be good or bad. Anderson actually threw this out there, which is something we discussed a while ago. Which is, well, initially I wanted to do a giant festival, an after disaster festival. Yeah. Where I would do my podcast first, and it would be you and I. Just be all one night. Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock. You and, and I. Because Mike has his own podcast as well. After disaster, and then fart barf after that, and then Anderson threw out last week. Why don't we just do a huge love line thing where we do after disaster love line. I did? Take up four. Yeah, you oh, said that. Gonna... Well, we were talking about December six. You said, "Why don't we?" Yeah, no. you did. too much. No, it's too December six or December twenty second. Oh my god! No, I never. never Two hours like... is plenty. Of so why don't you do your your podcast? Maybe have Drew on if, if he's willing to go out to Brea, and then we do the absolute. No, no, we're doing the we're doing. I never Brea. said a big love line thing. First of all, no, yeah, illegal. Did. Can't do that. Well, here's the deal. Let's, let's can can I have them? Can I have these listeners that are interested? What do you email into your guys website to Mike? What? Atten- For what? I don't know how things what, like this what they think we ought to, to do? Get our feet Are wet? they interested? Well, tweet. Let, let us of know. Course, tweet okay, us. so where yeah. should they they yeah. tweet you? Right, where yeah. at, at the after disaster? It's uh, at Drew Pinsky. Why no, no, no. Why you come on, come on. At Mike Carano. C A R A N O. Send me. Okay, at Mike Carano. Yeah. Okay, C A R A N O. Send Mike some tweets. Let him know what we should do and whether it's a good you idea. You know what I don't want to do with you is I don't want to get up on stage and talk about the same stuff you've discussed a thousand times. And I'm not saying I understand that. That's interesting to me. I, I want to like talk about the same thing. New approach, but not a novel, no, not a novelty not. approach. Where we're trying to do something weird, but just discuss something different. I'd rather I, talk about traffic in Los Angeles. I never, I never talk about Lincoln. I never talk about <laughs> human geography, sac- human sacrifice, and anthropology. I'm fascinated by that. Oh. I, I think that's the mob mentality thing we're into. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, yeah. I think we're, I think we're way into that. That would be good. Uh, I, all kinds of stuff. How about this? I wear an afro and blackface, I, and I discuss. Uh, I counter all your Lincoln arguments <laughs> from the perspective of a freed slave who now can't get a regular job. <laughs> That'd be very avant garde. I would like that. That'd be something. <laughs> I'd have to study. All right, play that. Uh, play the one that says MAD. Close. All right, so this is the Mike and Dr. podcast. Thank you all for watching, uh, listening. Be sure to check out the After Disaster. You've now had a taste of that. And uh, be sure to listen to Loveline as well. And, Thanks for uh, having us, Drew. Anytime, yeah, guys. Thank Let's you very it. much. And uh, by the way, if you like this, we can do this again too sometimes. So again, tweet Mike Carano. And uh, Mike's going to be the keeper of the feedback of this particular podcast. Sounds like a lot of pressure. First person. No, no. Well, he'll, he'll understand. I guess and I then, need to start and reading then let the it, feed. Again, let us know what Mike and I should do if we should do a, 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 a live pod. We are going to do it. All right. And then we what, what should we it. talk about at that live pod? I'm going right? to find a date you have available in mid right. to late January, and I'm going to book late it, January, and that's yeah. it. Tweet right. in what kind of rocks you'd like them to discuss. And follow <laughs> Tyler at Tyler Women's Radio. And uh, in the meantime, we'll see you next time. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Mike, true car is changing car buying forever. Yeah, it's making it true. Well, it's a true car. Helps car buyers get rid of the fear they might overpay. Just in the first six months this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And True Car users save an average 
average $3,221 off MSRP. That's that's good money. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three very easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And third... It's very simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.